Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are we feeling here, LeVar Arrington? Good, man. I feel good. Yeah. feel rested, even though it was a long-ass day of travel, um, a couple of days of travel. Uh, but, yeah, I was able to see a lot of the, the games that were viewable and yeah. was able to review the others that, that I wasn't able to see. And uh, it was a great weekend of football, man. Yeah. Like, it's it's uh, it's one of those deals. You know, I got, got a chance to really enjoy college football on Saturday. Got an opportunity to, you know, we got up. I had to pay the price, Jonas. And, and that's, man, do we got an IR this week? Because I'll oh, tell you yeah, what. we got one. Golly, I got an IR for you. Car IR, too. Oh, Tesla, geez. by the way. You oh, know. wow. Um, but, yeah, nonetheless, we've overcome a few things, a few little little snafus to, to be able to get on airplane early enough to make it back to sunny L.A. to, to see the game. So, yeah, it was good, man. It was good. So just imagine, total hypothetical. Okay. You're a Giants fan, right? Yeah, and, man. And just imagine you're a Giants fan coming into this season and you're thinking to yourself, we were a playoff team a year ago. We won a playoff game and we did it on the road. We've got Daniel Jones playing franchise quarterback level football. Saquon Barkley's back. We feel like this is the year. We added Darren Waller. We feel like we're ready to make that step, all right? Everyone says, no, 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 there's always a team that's good the year prior, and then they they struggle the next year. We're not going to be that team, and we're going to open up the season, and we're going to do it against the hated Dallas Cowboys, and we don't care that it's pouring rain at that stadium in New Jersey called MetLife. We don't care about any of that stuff. We're going to make a statement week one on national TV. Oh, they made a statement. And then you go out and you get stomped out. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, it's Damn. so funny to me. It's so funny. You get stomped out, don't you? <laughs> well, go ahead and jump. Okay. Have you ever been a part of a week one that looked like that on that? And we'll get to the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense was fantastic, but... Have you ever been a part of a week one loss like that in your football career that you can I don't recall? recall. <laughs> I don't rec- I recall you- being I recall being on the other side of a molly whopping, um, <laughs> but I've never been on this. I don't recall. Now, that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I just don't I don't recall a lot of my time in, in Washington. So uh, it's possible <laughs> that I could have gotten, you know, molly whopped. It's possible. I just don't recall. How do you recover? Like uh, that—that that was um, bad you know, enough. It, it's week one. 
and it's bad enough. It was a, it was such a shellacking <laughs> that you could almost write it off and write it up to it's the first game of the year, and all we can do is go up from here, you know. And that's that. Maybe that's maybe that's the frame of mind here. Is is that it? It didn't go the way they would like for it to go. Um, anything that could have gone wrong seemingly went wrong. Um, you know, Dak Prescott wasn't even a major factor in them winning the game. I mean, it wasn't like he was like this world-beating quarterback that came out there and was (laughs) destroying them. As as advertised, Micah Parsons has gotten his uh, defensive MVP candidacy uh, off to to an amazing start. Uh, They they just stayed, you know – they did what they needed to do in other areas of the of the game. The 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 first the first turnover being the the field goal. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a game. Like, okay, you know, New York comes out. They 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 came out playing power football. They ran the ball. Saquon was effective, and and then they they disrupted their their flow with a you know with a penalty. After the penalty, it just seemed like they never recovered from the 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 inability to finish that drive. It just went it just went off the rails from that field goal that was blocked and returned. It's like, oh my gosh, totally demoralized. It, it, I mean, that was the, that was like, okay, we gave you our our opening best shot, and that that turned out to be a field goal block and a return for a touchdown. Like that's like okay, like it was a little demoralizing, you know. But let's 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 try to recover. Let's let's move forward, and then boom, you know, you hit Saquon <laughs> in the mouth. Saquon coughs it up. They pick it up. All right, they catch it. Go for a touchdown. It was like. I don't know. It was like if I'm a New York Giants fan or a New York Giants player or a New York Giants coach, I'm sitting there like, is this the Twilight Zone? It's got something. There's got to be some type of harsh, cruel joke that's taking place for us to have everything seemingly possibly or possible that could go bad, go bad. Yeah, it's like you're watching them drive down and to your point you thought it was going to be a game because they're moving the ball they're being somewhat effective they line up for that field goal it gets blocked it gets returned and then the cowboys miss the extra points you're thinking okay well at least least not all the momentum's in their (laughs) direction right right and the next thing you know the first quarter's winding down and it's a pick six and it's like wait a second so we're down 16 nothing all right but we're gonna rally back and they just never figured it out and and uh, yeah Dak Prescott didn't need to do anything like he would he had 140 yards passing it it was it was pedestrian (laughs) it was like he just but you know what they didn't sack him you know he did not turn the ball over so that's that's um you know that's a good thing I just that's just weird man he didn't have to do much at all. No. And 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 listen, Q's off today, I know, and I'm I'm sure he would, would probably reiterate the fact that he, he said he said that the defense would, would carry him. Wouldn't matter, defense would carry this Cowboys team and and seemingly, you know, that's the start of it. But this the, is the defense they carried him. It just the, the the thought of, you know, some guy thinking, you know what? Weather or no weather, we're risking it all. He just rolls up to MetLife in a Jeff Hostetler poncho, and he thinks this is our year, and they just get sawed off the way they mm. do. I think it's hilarious. But, yeah, the defense is fantastic. And the fact that that took place on national TV to open up the year and you saw them play the way they did, that's that's a good spot momentum-wise for that defensive player of the year to to go to Stick City. That's what I feel Oof. like. I feel like they're in a good spot now. And we've talked a lot about Dak Prescott. Can he get it done? What can they do? You know, Zeke's gone. It's a brand new era. They've got, you know, they're, they're paying offensive linemen. They're getting people locked up to long-term deals. But, yeah, that defense is tremendous. Dan Quinn's done a phenomenal job. And I just feel like that's the side of the ball that – a lot of people haven't focused on. They've just focused on, can this team win with Dak Prescott? Man, if they get that, you can win with anybody almost. You know what's crazy? Osa Digazui had a a game that was better than Michael Parsons. <laughs> Micah, Micah 
definitely set fire to to showing that he should be in the conversation early right now for yeah. defensive player of the year. But Adigazui had a game better. He had one more sack than Micah. He had one more one more tackle than Micah in the game. But what I will say is man, he's a disruptive like again, sometimes I I'll make points and and you know, we could get into you know, different types of discussion points and debates about, you know, if I'm inaccurate or if I'm accurate. But the one thing about it is, is that this is one of those moments where I can say, okay, we can look back on this game and be like, ah, statistically, you wouldn't have said that Michael Parsons had all that great of a day. He had one sack, he had two tackles, one assist. Um, That's not a crazy statistical line. But looking at it in the moment – he was so disruptive totally in the agree. game, and it doesn't show in the statistics, but this is one of those like prime prime examples of God dang bro like like I ended a a uh, I was on my my hot my honeymoon vacation, and we were supposed to stay in Turks and Caicos another week. I told my wife, my new bride, we are out of here we're going home we're cutting it short we'll get back and it was because there was a mosquito i think it was one mosquito there had to been a ton of them but it didn't matter it was this one mosquito that i felt like was attacking me the entire time following me around the whole entire beach (laughs) hey buddy over here and i don't know what it was but the reason why i thought it was one one mosquito in particular is because the way it sounded when it got to my ear and it sounded the same it was like it was just more violent than any of the other mosquitoes that i had had interaction with like in my entire life this was you know just one nuisance of a mosquito the point of that story was and is is that micah parsons was like that that very very aggressive <laughs> mosquito that was always in your ear and, you heard, the <laughs> and, and i'm ending the honeymoon early <laughs> going home we're out of here and, and it kind of felt like that was what happened with with the new york giants they had a mosquito that wouldn't <laughs> leave them alone and but but know. it's but it's true like i've like i heard that about julius peppers as well too that julius peppers if you look at his his numbers are great obviously but it was all the plays that he made for other people just because you couldn't block him at times and, and you could say and and to that point one of Digazui's sacks came because everybody every man woman and child that was available <laughs> all over Parsons. was blocking micah <laughs> so yeah i mean that's a good point yeah no, that's so it's uh, that just an impressive performance defensively. Special teams, Dak, you know, just d- did what he had to do. But man, oh man, that was uh, just don't lose the game. No, yeah, and everything's fine. Uh, by yeah. the way, uh, to your point on mosquitoes, I got destroyed this weekend everywhere. Mm. It's all like they're, they're flying pipe bombs. That's what yeah, I. That's are. what I've learned. Flying pipe bombs who just ruin people's weekends and apparently their honeymoons as well too yeah so, man it's awful imagine that you're in like a utopian type of place and it it was just it was amazing and it was ruined yeah <laughs> like what it's brutal you're not supposed to be able to adjust the 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 the, the sound of how you're flying around like just be a normal mosquito man like don't don't be like turbocharged yeah. man that 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 mosquito was fighting through like share you know they had to like little share cover curtain over your bed so you can lie in comfort and know that you're not going to get chewed up and wake up with like you know big old whelps on your your body and stuff like that or worse wake up with with some type of a you know, allergic reaction. Nah, not this mosquito. Yeah. This mosquito wasn't playing that, man. That mosquito was coming through. <laughs> what? No curtain going to keep you out? No, nothing. Like, it's coming through, and it was just there. Like, all right, we left the room. I'm sitting on the on the, uh, on the uh, outside patio. There. Go to the beach. There. Like, there's <laughs> no way they can all be supercharged, hopped up like this. So I, I just struck out to the fact that this was one mosquito that had it in for me.
Like it was it was gonna ride and die with with going out with with just harassing and biting me the entire time. Well listen, uh, that mosquitoes got a uh, got a football player who's uh did a hell of a job last night. Yes he did. Remembering ruining your honeymoon, so there's <sighs> that. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six AM Eastern, three AM Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, how about those Cleveland Browns, huh? Getting it done. Her? You know, just continuing on. One of the more underreported, dominant starts to a career for anybody has been the dominant start for the Cleveland Browns against Joe Burrow for his career. Joe Burrow now 1-5 against the Cleveland Browns in his they career. Into They went into Cincinnati. Uh, no, well, it was uh, was it in Cleveland. Yeah, it in was Cleveland. in Cleveland. Yeah, in my Cleveland. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It, it, here's the thing: that defense was they. I mean, they were stifling, man. I don't know if it was. I, I just I, I ask myself: was it that their defense was that good, or was it was it an off day for the Bengals? I mean, they seem like they they. It made me rethink the AFC North. I'll say that along with what happened in Pittsburgh, you know, or with Pittsburgh, I'll say it made me start to rethink the North as to what could possibly happen. Yeah. Is if they could be that dominant against Cincinnati, um and Deshaun Watson, you know, he he looked all right. Like he looked confident. He looked <laughs> he looked relaxed. He, he, he looked. He looked happy. What are you getting at there? Uh, I was saying? just. It just. Uh, it just little things that make you laugh when you 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 know that always make you think when you reference him right. in certain words. Right. Anyway, um, but on a serious, more serious note, it, it looked like Cleveland had balance. 
You know, they had balance in the run game. They had balance in the passing game. They had balance on defense. I mean, they were harassing. They were harassing Joe Burrow. I mean, not one hit that they had on him. Bro, that looked like out of a like a Oliver Stone or what is it Oliver Stone? The dude that that you know directed any given Sunday and 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 other show. I think he did the he, program. Too. Did did Oliver Stone do any given Sunday? I don't know. Was I, he I really the director wrong. of any given? I could Sunday? be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, Lee, Lee uh, you are our Hollywood insider. Uh, Oliver Stone directed any given Sunday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, I, I got it right. All right. Okay. So there you go. Like the type of hits you see in his movies was was playing out in that game <laughs> where the eyeball was on the field. You remember right. that? Part? <laughs> I mean, am I am I lying? Like the way he got a hit, it was like, how does a human body hit another human body, and the body does that? It's um, I was like, dang! Like I hit dudes really hard. I ain't, I never saw somebody's body do what that one that one play where Joe Burrow got hit. What his body did, it it almost looked like you wanted to see a flag. Because you almost just felt like that's when I see a flag. So the numbers on Joe Burrow, 14 of 31, 82 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no picks, uh, just an awful, awful day. Now, everybody's going to say, well, he was benched later in that game. Dude, the game was over, and it's at that point he's coming off a calf injury. It did appear that they, there was at least a little bit of rust going on there, but also – Cleveland kind of owns him. This has been the story of his career thus far Cleveland against the Cleveland Browns. It just is what it is. But Joe Burrow afterwards trying to calm everybody down, tell everybody to just relax a little bit in Cincinnati. It's one week, obviously not up to our standard, not up to my standard, but uh, we got 16 more of them. So we're just going to keep trucking. You know, stuff like this happens. We've been here before. We're going to come back stronger. Going to have a good week of practice, get better this week, come back next Sunday, hopefully get a win. Nobody's nobody's panicking in here, guys. It's one Week one doesn't define anybody's season. Obviously, not very good out there, but anybody that watched saw that. Uh, but we've been in this spot before. We've come back stronger and, and had great years, so that's what we're going to do. All right. Wow. You do whatever you want to do. Baltimore next week. Yeah, you got you got the Ravens next week, and obviously as Eddie Garcia mentioned, J.K. Dobbins, uh, the Achilles issue. So Baltimore was a little banged up in their win over the Houston Texans. But man, Zay Flowers looks pretty good. Yes, he does. I mean that 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 looks like a guy. And, and look, not to uh, fanboy out for him, but I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, Brady Quinn has been calling that with Zay Flowers. He's been uh, high on Zay Flowers for quite some time now. Lamar Jackson looks like he's got another weapon to go along with Mark Andrews. Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't much of a factor. He had a couple of grabs, but, you know, drew a P.I. penalty, I think, late in that game. So Baltimore seems like they might have a little something going. So all of a sudden, if you're Cincinnati and you lose that game, I mean, now you're sitting here 0-2, and you're looking around the division going, all right, well, this may be a little bit more difficult than than I think anybody thought. And then, look, you know, we, we can get into the San Francisco side of things when it comes to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but what the F was that uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday? Jesus, man. What? what, what? I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Uh, I, like, I'm trying to put keep my my professional hat on in this moment because my fan, the fan in me, um, I just don't I don't understand what happened. It, that was a shellacking. I, I I mean, I didn't. It was like Brock Purdy was never injured. Never missed any Bro, time. Not only was he not injured and never missed any time or anything else that you're going to say, he looked like an elite franchise quarterback. And, and and the Steelers just looked rattled early and never recovered. There was just no like, and you know, you're you're listening to the crowd react and like I I thought in that game, Pittsburgh was in a good spot. You're getting a team that, to go on the road. And they've got to travel all that way. It's an early kickoff. And, you know. They just, they, they, well, they put a, a, they loaded up on their plane whip ass. 
Like yeah. they, they packed it up, they put it under the plane, they shipped it, you know, with them. They they carried it across border from border to border on their way to the East Coast and they landed in Pittsburgh and they unpacked it and, and they, they delivered it to Heinz. Oh, whoa, whoa, the, the new name of the field that the Steelers play in. Yeah, what is it? Is it, acupun- what is it acupuncture or something yeah, like that? I don't know. Uh, Accu something. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Acrisure or something. I'll crap. never really get unless Le- I have to do it. it and, and, you got it. It's Acrisure. Uh, Acrisure. Yeah, yeah, well, Acre uh, this. Uh, they got Well, they, they need some therapy after that game. That's for certain. Because <laughs> um, that, I, I don't, you know. They managed to muster one touchdown in the second quarter, and they were blanked the rest of the way. And they were blanked on offense, and they were blanked on defense. It was it was such a lopsided game. It was so lopsided. I mean, they they just looked like they were just – it looked like they were playing a college team. It looked like a pro team versus a college team. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, uh, not, uh, not good on any level for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know – I was assuming, like, in fact, do you want to you want to hear how bad it was for the Pittsburgh Steelers? So, my first thought was, man, oh man, Mike Tomlin is going to have some things to say after the game. Like that was as ugly as it gets for Mike Tomlin in his career as coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to have some things to say at the game. Listen to this. It sounds like Mike Tomlin almost doesn't know what to say because he was shocked at what happened at home against the Niners. We got kicked in the teeth today in a lot of ways. It was a failure on our part in all areas. You know, we got to coach better. We got to play better. We talked about a lot of the things and worked on a lot of the things that unfolded in the ways that we didn't want them to. And so we go back to the drawing board. It just looks like, it sounds like he doesn't, I don't know what to do. Uh, Yeah, we just, uh, there's like no animation, no get fired up no i mean he probably let the team have it a little bit but i i can't that was i did not see that happening that's a somber day i won't say it didn't sound like he didn't know what to do it just sounded like what he said like they they kicked him in the teeth they got bullied it bro it it wasn't even close it, it just looked like they outclassed them so bad they out they out physical them they outplayed them they out coach them they out everything it just seemed like everything was so easy it was just easy and 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 it just looked like they were having so much fun i mean your boy fred warner set a tone hit running back uh, was i don't even know if that was Najee. he hit somebody in the mouth early in the game i was like yep they set the tone they are loaded by the way like i i said san francisco um, and my mind was like, yeah, this is going to be a really good team this year. I wasn't sure. My biggest question has been, where, you know, will they be as good at the quarterback position? I don't know how Brock Purdy turned into what he is so early and so quickly. Um, and nobody knowing, maybe it just shows that, you know, for all the people that think they know what they're talking about, a lot of times they don't. I don't I don't really know what the answer to that is. How is he so good? But he's that good. Like, so he's I, that good. Because I, I, I think that cause you, you mentioned you said something a little bit ago that, I, that I'm fascinated to see where, you're, where your head's at with this. All right. So you obviously grew up. In Pennsylvania, Steelers fan. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, four one two. Yeah, I'm, my my address was Pittsburgh. So one thirty three Shannon Drive, Pittsburgh. You, you grew up two three seven. You grew. <laughs> you're the only give that out on the air. Yeah, I mean, while we're at it, if you want to do your social security number, screw it. No, I mean, no, no, no. Um, but so you you grew up there watching AFC Central football, AFC North football. That's like. Yeah. So you said that you are now reevaluating the AFC North. Yes. So what do you mean? What are we looking at now after one week? And by the way, for anybody that go, oh, it's just one week. All right, so we'll change our opinions next week. What what are we what are these set in stone? Kiss our ass. We can do what clearly, we want on this clearly show. Clearly not set in stone because I'm sitting here rethinking <laughs> it right now. All right, so so how are we reevaluating the AFC North? Uh, now that you've gotten to see the first full weekend in the I NFL. I think the AFC North is wide open. I think you got to say it's wide open. The Baltimore Ravens was, I mean, while it may, the score may say it was an impressive outing, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it could be, it could be hidden. Um, I, I don't, I didn't, 
you know, I didn't think that it was like this amazing day for for a team that they should have beat. You know, they should have beat the Texans. Um, I don't know what I feel about Baltimore. So yet. I'll ask you this. Do you believe that the Steelers have the worst starting quarterback in the division? I mean, if you if you got to look at it from, I mean, think about it. I mean, Deshaun Watson, yeah. Joe Burrow, yeah. Lamar Jackson. So in I don't what, feel like that's a hard question to answer. And, and, and so, like, my point is, in what now that we've seen it a weekend, because, man, even Albert Breer was on the air. Remember Albert Breer told us, man, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. And could and be, be like, like yeah, a top like, five quarterback. Like yeah, from some, it could be a top five. Yeah. So like, And I know it's the Niners, and, and they're one of the better teams in the league. but They're loaded. Yeah, like one, one weekend, like it does feel like – that you're not supposed to get hammered like that, though. Yeah, like if you're a team that's on the up, like you're heading in a in a direction of being a dominant team and a top five quarterback type of of player, you you're you probably shouldn't get dominated like that on your own home field. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was. <laughs> that I was, mean, I just I don't know. You know, damn. They they ran through their defense like like something going through your bowels very loosely. I yeah. Mean, it was it was not – it just wasn't pretty, man. It wasn't pretty. It just seemed like the 49ers were toying with them. That more concerning loss, Cincinnati or Pittsburgh? Okay, that's a good question. I would say more concerning is a divisional opponent, for one. And for two, the way they lost. Like, it wasn't like they just lost – they were getting thumped yeah. by the, by Cleveland. Like there were moments in time where you were like, okay, like dang, like we talked about what Michael Parsons did a little earlier. I mean, your boy Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, not only was getting blocked by everybody on the line like Michael was, but he splits them, yeah, and still gets a sack. He's a monster. Dude is a bull. And and he is an athletic one. Um, and then the ads, Darius Smith. You know, you ever notice that a defense always seems to improve the moment Zadarius Smith is on that team, yeah. on that D line. Like <laughs> it's just like they get better. Uh, he has that get better impact wherever he goes. It seems seems as though he's having that same impact on Cleveland. But Cleveland's defense was they were playing. They were playing some ball. And it also, look, I mean, the bright spot for the Steelers is, well, at least you're not going to have to see the Niners again because you ain't going to a Super Bowl. So, it's like, there's that. But for the Dang. for the Bengals, this is, I mean, this is now a thing. You're and one you in five. you got to see Cleveland again. Yeah, you got to yeah, see, see him again. And, and you got manhandled like that. So, And then you go into another divisional game, and, and it's early. So that just seems like it puts a little bit of pressure on the scenario where you can't really kind of ease your way in. It's like, bam, two divisional games back-to-back, like boom, boom. Like, let's get it in. Yeah. (laughs) You know what uh... I mean? Like, that isn't what it is for for the Ravens. That isn't what it is for for the Steelers. You know what I mean? So it's kind of interesting that that the the Bengals would come out and have two divisional games back-to-back. Then you let one get away from you in the first first, – the first one and now the question has to be on your way back into you know this second game you know do you really want to get two games down so early and so quickly in the season you know that just seems a little I don't know that seems to me like that's just a tad bit rough now and they I believe they do they do get them at home yeah um, and and they're look according to DraftKings they're a three-point favorite but you lose that one now not only you own two but you're own two in the division that's that's that's, cr- a that's that's a problem yeah and that's pressure yeah you know I could see if you're like again you asked the question here's the point the original question is which one is the worst loss it's it's I would assume it has to be the Bengals because of what it sets up for like you don't want to get to zero and two, so you almost and I don't want to say it's a must win for them to beat Baltimore, but you don't want to be zero and two in the AFC North. You don't want to be zero and two in the AFC if you're a team that you're you're talking about trying to keep pace to be you know the one seed in that 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 conference. But with that being said, I mean Kansas City took it on the chin. 
It wasn't divisional, but they took it on the chin nonetheless. Um, there's there's a few teams that you know you could look at and say you know that you know San Diego. I mean, excuse me, L. A. Took it on the chin. So yeah, whatever. We'll see. Yes. You know, it doesn't even matter after that. Yeah, game. it's down. You know, it's, I mean, I don't know. Miami played a hell of five. Which, by the way, you got Miami. Like they looked really good. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. So I did see uh, this stat that was thrown out there, um, and we talked and opened up the show with the Dallas Cowboys win over the New York Giants and just how bad the Giants looked to open up the season. I mean, you get blanked. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you did all that hard work, off-season workouts, you know, work out together, team organized, um, you know, stuff, uh, training camp, and you you get shut out. In the first game? Yeah, that's pretty rough. And you give up 40 points? <laughs> so, so basically they haven't scored a point in months. Jeez. Uh, but, you know, hey, at least Daniel Jones got paid. So at least uh, at least there's that. But this, according to OptaStats, all right? So OptaStats put this out. Okay. That the Giants last night lost the game 40 to nothing lost the sack battle 7 to nothing mm. lost the turnover battle 3 to nothing mm. 
had a field goal blocked and returned for a touchdown mm. and threw a pick six. Mm. And it Optistats went on to say, no other team in NFL history has had all five happen in the same season. The Giants had it happen in the same game. <laughs> well, I mean, with that being said, then there's some hope. <laughs> what? I mean, the chances of that happening again are like oh slim to none. Oh, my God. What a bag of crap they rolled out <laughs> Then I mean, it was Sunday night, man. Like, it yes. was the game. Yes. Like, that's, I was waiting on that game. I'm like, man, come on, bro. <laughs> You know, truck nuts and, you know, all this oh old stuff and this, God. that, and the other. And you were right, though. You <laughs> called it. You said it. You just, I'm not high on them. I, I mean, I didn't see that, though. <laughs> like, no. I, well, you couldn't have seen it that no. way. You couldn't have seen Hell it Hell no. Way. Who could have seen it coming that way? Um, so that is the, uh, so yeah, that's the historical performance by the New York Giants to open up the year. So, you know, fun stuff. How much uh, pressure does that put on the Jets for tonight? Maybe no pressure at all. I mean, it's like if we were to lose, just don't lose as bad as our neighbors did. Yeah. You know, our rival I mean, did. And like, just, just lose. And obviously, with it being nine eleven, you know this yeah, is yeah, you know there's yeah. there's a lot of uh, you know our thoughts are obviously with the families Indeed. and everybody remembers. I man, I can't believe it's been twenty two years. It's crazy, man. Jeez. I was in the thick of that, bro. I I got man. I always have a like, but I had just came back from New York for, from the the U.S. Open, you know, and I had people that I was tight with back then that were flying out um, from the U.S. Open and almost could have possibly, like, when it first happened, I wasn't sure that loved ones wasn't on, you know, the jet that was going out because of where it was heading towards. So I was in that, and I lived in in D.C. So, bro, when when that popped off, you could hear it. Like, I lived like 45 minutes away from the Pentagon. Um, and, and so you could hear the fighter jets in the air and, and everything that was going on, man. It was it was a, a tense moment in time, you know, what that felt like. You felt so violated. And, and just to be at the epicenter of it, you know, at one of the, the locations, um, it was just it – was, it was surreal, Jonas. The second year in the league, right? He said, uh, what, 9-11, what year? It was uh, 2001. Second year. Jeez, Second year. Man. I can recall driving, like, roads that used to be kind of open and, and you know, accessible to the public weren't. Um, if you drove by the Pentagon, there were a ton of, of Humvees manned, not just sitting there. They were manned. So the guy's are on the Humvee are are on their on the on the weapon. They're standing there holding the weapon while you're driving by. So and essentially the the moment that you drive by and you see this going on, you're like, we're in a war zone. Yeah. It's and, and it's like if you're an American, you ask yourself, how many times in your life can you say you are honestly driving and knew you were in a war zone, like military war zone? I ain't talking like somebody heard me say that and it's like, hey, bro, don't forget where you came from. I ain't forgot where I came from. I know what a war zone looks like. I'm talking about a military war zone, though, a military. Like, that was pretty wild, bro. It just – there was a – I just remember there was this eerie, somber – tone it, like it was palpable you could feel it in the it air bad, and man. and look we you know we're in california and nowhere close to the world trade center and nowhere close to new york where it happened but there was just or even the pentagon it was the pentagon too the pentagon yeah. and the world trade center it yeah. just just like there, there was just this weird because i remember i was i was working at tgi fridays like i remember i was a bus boy at tgi fridays at the time and i just remember people sitting there and you would think like oh there are people you know going out and drinking like nobody could really it just people were sitting at the bar just kind of nursing their drinks just confused and everybody just went home early 
There yeah. was just no there were, nobody was in the mood. I I remember seeing the one shot that still freaks me out. I remember where I was in the restaurant when the video first came available on the news because it was on every single channel. Yeah, it was. Where there was the ground shot where the person filmed their took their their phone or their camera, whatever they had back then, and you could see underneath as the plane was going into the side of the building, like yeah. underneath the. I just remember watching that, going, "This is." This is history, and we're going to remember where we were in this moment. You know, my mom would always tell me about, you know, where she was when JFK was assassinated. And my dad would tell me these moments in his life, like where he was at that moment when this happened. And that was the first one that I just remember thinking, years from now, I'll tell my kids and and I'll tell my grandkids possibly where I was and, and just... How sad that was. One of the stories that I remember hearing that just, for some reason, it always got to me, was they were doing a documentary about it. I think it might have been on NFL Network or something like that, where they talked about, because that season, you guys, basically all those games were scrapped, and then you placed that one as the final game of the season, right? I think that's how they did it, to where all the games that week were then, they were postponed and then played at the end of the year. And I remember somebody saying that the, one of the saddest sights they saw was that they looked and you saw all of these cars that were parked at the airport still that were probably people that never going to go. It just come get them. It, it that's wild, man. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, man. and it just so you know, obviously, you know, you know that's going to be a a, a big storyline as it should be, and they're going to you know celebrate you know the lives lost and. A lot of tributes out there, but that was one of the one of those moments where you, there was just this feeling, this buzz in the air that you just looked around and it it just you didn't know what to do, you know. It just and there's been moments like that, but not to that extent during the course of our lives. So you know, obviously, uh, you know, thoughts with everybody affected by it, and you know, even all these years later, twenty two yeah, years, cannot believe. Well, it. I mean, it, uh, there will never be enough years that get you far enough apart Ever. from the, you know, the pain and 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 disappointment and just you know everything that that you felt. And 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 again, like you said, that's that that was a legacy. That was a legacy tragedy, meaning that, you know, husbands and wives and uncles and brothers and sisters and sons and daughters and grandchildren and then great grandchildren, like they will forever be connected to that experience. And, you know, it's it's sometimes, you know, we 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 had these conversations and, and our our country has become one of those countries with social media that has really, really kind of become very toxic towards, you know, reality and and knowing that the realities that exist for us are very different in a lot of a lot of other places. And and when you get into the conversations that are connected to things like this that take place, it it, it hopefully kind of puts things back in its proper perspective. You know, when people talk about home of the brave, you know, in the, in the land of the free or people give credit to our military for protecting our freedoms and different things like that. Most of us will never see, as I mentioned, what a war zone looks like. You won't see it. You won't you won't experience what it's like to 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 know that a missile attack is about to take place or, you know, go get in bunkers because of what what may happen next. We don't we don't live in that reality in America. And and I think I think we take it for granted sometimes. And I think that the idea of it is it's just very foreign, Jonas. And so when you think about what that time created, I never in my life experienced more love and care and consideration for a fellow American 
than we did when that happened. Yeah. People came together. It wasn't about all of this bull junk that's going on now and how people hate each other and talk so crazy to one another and do all of these wild things. It was like for a moment in time, that tragedy actually united our our country. There was no Republican versus Democrat. No, like if you had a rival sports team, none of that mattered. Like it didn't, you know, there was no... None of that. It just it was different. Everyone, everyone, all of a sudden had better perspective in that moment, and just looked at it and said, "Yeah, this is a different, this is a different situation, and this is a, a real tragedy." And some of the stuff that we thought were important or we thought were big deals pale in comparison and are really nothing. It's all trivial in comparison to this. Hmm. Yeah, just it was it was a bittersweet moment because the bitterness of it. Obviously, you don't want to feel like you've been taken advantage of the way that things happen. Um, but then the other side of it is, is that we came together. We came together in a way where, you know, I don't know that I've ever in my life experienced that much togetherness in terms of people holding one another, crying with one another, you know, supporting one another, didn't care if you were white, black, you know, anything like that. Nothing mattered other than we were being here for one another. I mean, I I think I cried every single national anthem the rest of the way after that. Just couldn't fight back the tears and the emotion. I'm getting emotional right now. Couldn't, couldn't fathom you know these are the things my father lost his legs for you know fighting for our freedoms and and putting it on the line every single day so that we can walk around and and be the way that we are whether for good or for bad we have the that right protected by by our military by by our 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 support and our staff that protects us from all of these these dangers and so for it to become a reality that it could actually touch down and hit and 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 impact our lives the way that it did it was a wake up call seems like we need a wake up call now it's kind of interesting 911 being today um but it seems like we forget sometimes you know the things that we really should be concerned about. We should be concerned about being the best country that we can be, being together as much as we possibly can be, not being so separate, not being so adversarial and confrontational towards one another. We should be together. We should be, uh, uh, you know, we can have our differences and we can have our, our disagreements. But in the end, you're an American and I'm an American. And, and that's what should matter. Not my yeah. color, not anything else. Just, just not how much money I make, whatever it may be. It should just be you're American and I'm American. And that common thread, that common bond is the common thread and common bond that links us together forever. And we should protect that. And I think that that's what what September 11 should always represent to us in our history moving forward and in time is that you should never forget that we are all linked together and 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 holding that dear and protecting that is something that you should actually be willing to die for. Yeah, well said. You need parts. O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply.